With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Everybody and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we recap a tremendously busy, I was going to say tremendous weekend, but then I remembered the folks over in the eastern part of the state and their fan base uh, that surrounds us here. So maybe it wasn't the best of weekends for them. No, no, maybe about it. It wasn't the best of weekends for them, but pretty good weekend in sports. Nonetheless, we'll recap most of it. Take a look, a little bit of a look ahead to tonight's Monday night game. Not much of a Monday night game. (laughs) Better than next week, though, Trent. Don't look now. The Giants and the San Francisco 49ers will get it on one week from tonight. But we've got lots of ground to cover. Big uh, night tomorrow night in college hoops as they really cut the ribbon for real tomorrow night on a national perspective. Uh, That's coming up tomorrow. So busy time of the year. Iowa State wins. Iowa season goes up in smoke. Uh, good day in the NFL, a tremendous game between the Giants and the Rams. The Chiefs take care of business as usual. Steelers look like a thing. So do the Panthers. So many places to go. So do the Vikings. NFC is a really, really fun race to cover. How are you? And your team won. My my team your won? Team won. You're right, right. That, that, that side won. It was a better Sunday than it was a Saturday around the Condon household. And, yeah, we're we just going to talk NFL today. Are we going to? Oh, we're probably going to talk about those Hawkeyes just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that, and we might, might get Alabama, LSU. In yeah. There. Now, is it just me? Because let me, let me preface this, and I think our audience knows this, but mm-hmm. I, I don't have a dog in the fight in the state of Iowa. I love college football. I'm not tied to the Hawks. I'm not tied to the Clones. I love watching them both and will every chance I get. But it feels different when you turn in a game on, Sunday, on Saturday night at 7 o'clock from Baton Rouge, and Alabama and LSU are about to go at it. It just seems like Trent. It's, 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 if there was a higher league, that those two schools would be in it. Maybe it's me. It's it, you. It it's feels you. different to me. It's better football. Alabama, Alabama, well, Alabama certainly is. They're in their own league. Yeah. LSU stinks. They're got not very good. Got some players, but yeah, they, they're not very good. Yeah, they, they aren't. They'd beat either two teams here locally, but would I, they? Yeah, I think they would. I you think, think Joe Burrow's doing anything against that Iowa State defense? You know, I don't want to talk about it. It's stupid to say. I don't even open that door. They're not going to play. Neutral field in St. Louis. Iowa State beats them by 10. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, it just feels different watching Alabama and LSU. The environment was incredible. Alabama or whoever, fill in the blank. But it was a great night watching that in Alabama. They just um, kicked, you know what, and took names. But we can start in Lawrence. We can start in West Lafayette. I don't care where well, you could lead wherever you want to go. You want to start with the good, which was Iowa State, the bad, which was Iowa. Both moved the needle. Mm-hmm. Let's go with good first. All right, let's do it. Let's go on a positive note, and that is certainly Iowa State and what they continue to do. Akeem Butler, a man, mm-hmm. that play. 
You're going to see that highlight a lot throughout the years. Well, that, you saw it yesterday, and he got mossed. Yes. It, it'll be... That'll be one that'll be replayed a lot. I have a feeling did on Cyclones like, TV. Did you like? Yeah. <laughs> did you like the catch better or the grabbing of the arm? Get the hell out of my way, better. Yeah, get, just just the swing around, get out of here, yeah. little kid. I mean, it, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're out there and you're playing at recess, and you're the fifth grader, and the second graders want to play. Like, all right, you can play. And then you throw them to the side. That's what it was. Akeem Butler in that play, dominating effort, mm-hmm. and just. That's what good teams do. That's what good teams do. It's very well said. They go down on the road. Beat teams you're supposed to and not mm-hmm. give them a chance. Don't dink around with it. Right. Just make plays, and that's yep. exactly what Iowa State did. Yeoman's effort mm-hmm. out of them. It was uh, Yeoman's effort out of the fan base, too. Yes. And, and look at the, um, I mean, Kansas, it's basketball season. It's yep. a basketball school. They got a big one tomorrow. They do have a big one tomorrow, a massive one tomorrow. I can't wait to cut the ribbon on that. I'm looking forward to that. I really mm-hmm. and truly am. As much as I, you know, kicking and screaming because I don't want my college football to end and college basketball to elbow its way into the conversation, this one makes some sense, and it's, it's, a, it's a really good night tomorrow in college basketball. But, I mean, if you're, if you're a Jayhawk football player and you look around that stadium on Saturday and you see that nobody that uh, or very few that root for your team showed up um, decided to get up and join us on a Saturday morning to watch them play. Well, Iowa State fans drive down in mass half the stadium. Now, I mean, that wasn't a necessarily overwhelming number. It's not like thirty thousand people showed up, right? But you know, five what was or six, text, fifteen, ten, somewhere around there is what I heard. And but probably five thousand Iowa State fans, yeah, ten thousand like Iowa that. State, whatever it is, it was impressive. But on the other side, yeah, so dispiriting. It's just awful. It's just awful, and they are the. You know, the doormat of the Big 12. And why in the world would Les Miles even have his name associated with that job? And why do you want Les Miles at this point? This reeks to me of a guy that's, you know, just one more paycheck. David Beatty, if you missed it, he's been fired. He's going to finish out the season, but he's been giving his pink slip. Um, You know, he gets to coach until the end, which sounds kind of sounds like a sentence to me, like he's rubbing his nose (laughs) in it. I'd want to get the hell out of there. Um, but like but I guess the players, and... yeah. Uh, but you know, does don't you want to find a Matt Campbell? Yes, yes. Do find Matt Wells at Utah State. Somebody, somebody like this that's you know relatively young that looks like they you know a raw raw guy that the players can associate. Les Miles is just playing out the string. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It's none at all. And when when you go through and you look at the way you know, the Kansas program has just completely fallen apart. They've had pots, pockets of success, obviously, in the mm-hmm. Orange Bowl year of 07 and the crazy year. But other times, they Glenn Mason had a good team there. But this is just atrocious. Oh. And you think that Les Miles is going to resurrect? From his perspective, why do you want the job outside of the check? That's the only reason you want the job. And on the other side, and it's probably the only job he can get at a power conference level, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. There, there's not a whole lot of people. No, what is he, 60? 60-something, 61. Yeah, whatever it is, there's not a whole lot of people. Uh-huh. But you can get the Kansas job. Uh-huh. So, okay, well, I guess I'll take the Kansas job because he still wants to coach. But from the Kansas perspective, do you really believe that this is the guy that's going to make the program even palpable? No. Make a bowl game does, two out of every five years? It? Right, right. Is he going to be there for 15 years, 10 years? We know how this is going to end. It's going to end poorly. Right. Brett Back Bima? square one. I mean, that's a name that would makes a lot more sense. It does if, if 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 that's the two choices. Um, if you want a big, if you want a name, yeah, 
that would be the guy, I guess. But I, I don't know, Trent. But um, it's but head Iowa State, it, it is. Iowa State did what they're supposed to do. Good teams. When you've taken that next step and you've left that bottom rung far behind, you go in and you play that team that still resides there, and you take them out of it and never give them a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. It was an uh, impressive performance. I uh-huh. really was. And now it's Baylor on tap, another team at home that you mm-hmm. should do that to. 2.30, same time as the Hawks game, kicks off. Baylor, better than Kansas, obviously. Yep. And yep. Brewer, though he's been banged up. He did play, but you're right. He has missed a lot of time. And uh, th- this is this is a better Baylor team. A lot of, yeah. lot of games last year, if you th- look back at it, they lost a lot of games, but they were in most of those losses. Any concern about this game? No. No. I mean, it's all about Texas. It's all about Texas. That's... It's all about Texas, and then Oklahoma beat West Virginia. Dylan Mons, who did a deep dive into this thing, is going to join us at twelve ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I understood what Dylan wrote. I read what he wrote. He did a nice job. I'm just not the brightest guy, uh, but I do think that it comes down to, you know, if Iowa State can take care of business, run the table, and West Virginia loses a football game, lo and behold, Iowa State's playing on championship weekend. And, and not against Incarnate not Word. Not against Incarnate Word. And Wynn puts him in the Sugar Bowl. Can you imagine those <laughs> Cyclone fans on Bourbon Street? Oh, my God. I mean, A, the biggest bowl game ever. Without a doubt. For with, Iowa State. For yeah. Iowa State yeah. ever right. for them. Mm-hmm. You're playing an SEC program. Yeah. I mean, very well could be LSU. In fact, we might get that game there. We might. LSU, Where are you going to put was... Georgia, though? Uh, well, we'll find some more. Yeah. But regardless, you'll be playing an SEC program. A, how many people go to a Big 12 championship game? How many from pe- here? From here. How how many Cyclone fans are oh, in Jerry Trent. World December 1st? Oh. How many tickets can they get? Is the seat how many does it sit? Let's 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 come up with a hypothetical. 100,000? Yeah. How many Cyclone fans are in the building? How many Oklahoma fans are in the building? We'll say it's that way. 60-40? Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of the distance, the proximity. Right. But 35, 40,000? I think so. I don't think it's a stretch at all. Mm-hmm. At all. What's the drive to Dallas? Do you know offhand? It's like 14 hours. Yeah, I was going right? to say 12. 12. I, I think you're closer, yeah. Well, you can do that. You can do that a day. Now, it's an early kick. It is. It's an early, it is. So it's, 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 uh, is it 11.30? Something like that. Uh, so you're going to have to, it's a take Friday off kind of deal at the very least. Trent, you know what I'm doing right now? You're looking at the start time. Yeah, I am. For the Big 12 championship game. Do you know why I'm doing it, Trent? Because Iowa State's good. <laughs> They're a good football team. They're we, good enough to get here. It says a pie in the sky. We've never been down this road, this, Trent. It's November. I know. It's November. We're talking. And it's not, well, the Big 12 North stinks and no. you know what? They're going to get there. Somebody's got to represent right. the North. And like we saw, Texas beat Colorado that year, 70-3. to Yeah, Joel Klatt's game when he yes. got knocked out. It, it, it's not like that. The Sugar Bowl is... What were we looking for? Big 12 championship. But what, 12 is, champion. what is the Sugar Bowl, by the uh, way? It's, uh, the Sugar Bowl kicks off. It's, uh, it's January the 1st at 7.30. The Big 12 championship is 11 o'clock on Saturday, December 1st, ABC. Up against the belt, uh, <laughs> East Carolina, North Carolina State, Akron, and South Carolina. And it segues into the AA, the AAC. Uh, when is the uh, when's the SEC? SEC Four is o'clock. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, three, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, that. So we just looked up the time, the Big 12 championship, on the chance, and it's still a chance. A real chance. A real chance. A real chance. Because Texas impressed you the last two weeks. And by the way, their their coach, Tom Herman, is really starting to come across as a first-class a-hole today. Yes. yes. Uh, for, he's pissed off that Will Greer is sticking on the two-point conversion, a um, unbelievable call by Dana Holgerson, and the right call mm-hmm. by Dana Holgerson. 
and Will Greer is running into the end zone and he sticks the ball in front of him. He holds the ball in front of his body to break the play. Yeah. Tom Herman thinks that that's taunting and wanted a penalty. And the penalty, and because he was, he actually held the ball up before he crossed the plane, that is, that, uh, take the touchdown off the board, penalized 15 yards, replayed the down. The week before, he's running across the field to fight my, fight my gun. What did I say? I think I was very close to crossing a line there. <laughs> he was running across the field to fight Mike, Mike Gundy. Gundy. There you go. You got it. You got Whoa, it. Whoa, that was a, would have been a weird way to end a career. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Herman, the Texas fan base, after they score the two-point conversion, they're doing the Longhorns down. And they got they got flagged. They got flagged for it. Go ahead. Right, but is that a flag? It is. Do you think it is? It is. You, you're going But to... if you do Longhorns up, that's not, that's not disrespecting your opponent? It's the same thing if you do the Gator Chomp. Remember Matt Roth did that after sacking Chris yeah. Leak and did the Gator, Gator Chomp. I mean, it's the same thing. I love it, Yeah. but it is a flag, too. Okay, Does now do you, where do you draw the line? Do you draw the line when you hide a cell phone under a, uh, a goalpost? Right, right. I mean, come on. What was he thinking, Trent? That game was not decided yesterday. Yes. When Michael Thomas, who was a really good player and mm-hmm. having an unbelievable year, will save that um, for later. But here's the problem from Herman acting like is this an, pressure an on him? Oh, absolutely. That's this is all of what it's about, right? Yeah, it's it is a meat grinder of a job, and and you certainly see that. I think showing its wear right there, but coupled with and and the, the Texas fans, that's the annoying part. It's it's not Herman. Okay, you're wrong, but fine. Okay, say your piece. But the Longhorn fans getting all up in arms about the the upside down Longhorn symbol. Eh, You've been yelling at these eighteen to twenty two year old kids for the last three and a half hours, mm-hmm. and that's what's mad. That that's what's mm-hmm. going to upset you. You go to the message boards and you're crying. And it, come on, grow up. It, those are the things that just leave me shaking my head. These are the guys out there playing. These are the guys actually that have skin in the game, and you're all worried about. We're not talking. It's, it's not a a symbol of Muhammad here. It's a Longhorn symbol. <laughs> Grow up. I know. Longhorn fans are the worst. They and the head coach is right there with him, and yeah. maybe he's leading the pack. How about the pass, by the way, the uh, the the, the uh, game tying pass off Will Greer's back foot? Oh. What an unbelievable play! That was such a. It was such a great day of college football, mm-hmm. with the exception of. You want to go there? Let's do it. Uh, the game in West Lafayette, where Trent Iowa. This is the this is Iowa's season in a nutshell, with the win, with the exception of the. Win over Iowa State because you want to beat your state rival every year. Mm-hmm. In, in the grand scheme of things, it does nothing for you conference wise, but you want to beat your, your rival in state every year. They did. But then their next big checkpoint on the schedule was Wisconsin. And I kind of felt like the, that the best team didn't win the football game, but Iowa put it in the last call. They left that they, one out there. They left that one out there. Then their next big the checkpoint on the schedule is going to Penn State. Mm hmm. And if it not been for an inexplicable play at the inside the five yard line by Iowa's quarterback, and there were other plays during the game, but that's the one that resonates with you. That was there for the taking. But Trent, even though that didn't go their way, they still had this other checkpoint the very next week against a Purdue team that was over three in non conference. Yeah, you look back at those non-con games and you think, boy, Purdue really shot themselves in the foot, particularly the Northwestern game, mm-hmm. and they did. And that, But it's all out there in front of them. And you'd beat a Purdue team that everybody picked toward the bottom of the Big Ten West. They have a defense. Quarterback is average. Don't know anything about the head coach. Yeah, they had a decent year last year, but they're still a, a notch or two below Iowa. 
and they couldn't get the job done. And there was some head scratch. And I got to give you credit on this one. And I thought the same thing, but you took to Twitter. Therefore, I can't take credit for thinking about it because there's nobody in my house I'm telling it to. <laughs> you went public with the you don't chase points when Kirk Ferentz decided to chase points in the third quarter. Now, he had to in the fourth quarter. Yes. Yeah. And, and Fant was clearly held. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But chasing points when he did. And obviously, the way that this would come back to bite this football team, it was it was a part of a game. There was a lot of pieces of that game, but you were the first one to say you were right then. You're right now. It was twenty eight twenty three with nine thirty three left to go in the third quarter. Kick the extra point. Kick the extra point. Not that early in the game, you don't chase points. Now, if this was a different game, if it was you're down fourteen three and it's a rain fest and a slog fest, okay, I could I could buy it at that time. But time and score, they're important. Well, the chart says go to two. Our friend Tom Caker said the chart response was perfect. You don't look at the chart until the fourth quarter. Keep the damn chart hidden away until the fourth quarter. You don't look at it at that point in time. I understand, yes, down by five, go for two to make it three in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. You don't do that with nine and a half minutes left in the third quarter. It was a dumb decision. Mm -hmm. It was a dumb decision. Decision. There it is no there. other way to sugarport. It was there. It I was? mean, Stanley had an opportunity. He's he's rolling to his right. Smith is running back the opposite way through the end zone. Um, he threw a. I mean, he he really chucked it. It was it was uncatchable. Um, but it was there for the taking. But this goes back to the old Norm Parker adage. I like when teams throw the football because two of the three things that can happen are bad. Yeah, incompletion, mm-hmm. interception, or a completion. Mm-hmm. Something went bad there. It was mm-hmm. a bad throw. Mm-hmm. It was Even bad if throw. you make the right play call, your guys got to execute. As Kirk likes to say, they didn't execute, nope. and now you're chasing points the rest of the game. Now you're down five, and mm-hmm. now with a thirty, a thirty, well, a thirty-six to thirty-five lead, a field goal beats you. Yep, and that's exactly what happened. Those are the things that happen. And for all the math people out there that say, well, actually, you know, if you go for two points and it's about a fifty percent conversion rate, and that's the right thing to do, you know what? Football games are played on a football field, not a computer. And these are the things that happen when you play the game, when you're chasing points. It was a dumb decision. It was a dumb decision. Uh, obviously, the biggest talker coming out of it was the officiating that Hawkeye fans felt that they came up on the short end. I'm assuming, Trent, there were other fan bases that have left Kinnick Stadium mm-hmm. over the years that felt the same way. Here's what I'll say. I think the officials had a couple of egregious errors. Fant was absolutely... Mauled on the two point, the second two point conversion. Mm-hmm. Mauled. Sergeant was taken to the ground via horse call. Now I think I was scored on that possession, so you kind of that kind of uh, takes that away a little bit. But at the same time, that just goes to show you at least the ineptitude of those officials. Keegan Render, come on, <laughs> that's yeah. a pancake block. Right. That's when you're going to see if he hears his name drafted, uh, and you're watching the coverage. If you're you know if you're watching the day three coverage of the NFL draft, you will see that play. What I can't agree with with Hawkeye fans on. Julius Brents, that that's pass interference all day long in my book. I didn't see the, the I didn't see the Purdue player number seven. Is it Zico? Number seven. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number seven. Hawk fans want to say they were pushing each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. If seven was pushing back, he was pushing Brents because Brents had his hand on the back of his jersey. And his, pulled the, it. And pulled it and the pulled entire it. time. And the field judge, Trent. Here's the the guy that threw the flag. He's looking at number at the twenty on the back of Brent's and at seven on the back of the Purdue receiver. Mm-hmm. All he saw was Brent's locked onto the shoulder of the receiver from the time they entered the end zone. 
you have to throw that flag. That I had no problem with, none whatsoever. The others, awful. We got to take a timeout. We're going to get Nick Athen in here. It'll be our only NFL in this hour. We'll get back to the uh, back to the college game. Bama Bob's going to join us tomorrow. We had too much to talk about today, so we passed off on Bama until tomorrow. Uh, Dylan Montz is here at twelve uh, ten. Scott Dockerman is here at twelve thirty. Lots on the clones and the Hawks as we continue on here. Trent and I until one o'clock. It's the Ken Miller Show on seventeen hundred The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose, every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support GCC Kickboxing presents a fight card for the ages Friday November 9th at the Valair Ballroom featuring the 2018 Pan American Gold winner Romeo Orozco Romeo will face off against Iowa's 2018 Golden Gloves boxing champ Kurt Bacho. Also, 11-year-old phenom from Boone, Iowa, Tanner Weitzel will be headlining the junior class main event. It's GCC Kickboxing Main Event. Tickets and details online at eventbrite.com under GCC Kickboxing. That's GCC Kickboxing on eventbrite.com. GCC Kickboxing Main Event is your winning Wednesday. Wednesday. Starting this Wednesday at 9 a.m., go to this station's website and get two tickets to this event for the price of one. That's a $50 value for only $25. Starting this Wednesday at 9 a.m. at 1700thechamp.com. Now that's winning. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the whole job done better and faster. Get the lowest price on the things you need with bulk and volume pricing. Then get it all where you need it and when with buy online, pick up in store or job site delivery. You save time and money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. the program to talk a little bit of NFL. Nick Athen is going to join us to talk about 1700, the champs team. They are the number one seed as we sit here after the first Sunday in November, the number one seed in the AFC, the Patriots hot on their heels and have that uh, tiebreaker win after them. Chiefs Blitz is where you can read Nick Athen. You can follow him on Twitter at Chiefs Insider. You can hear him here every Monday with Trent and myself. Hello, Nick Athen. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. How about you? Doing well, Nick. Um, you know, that was one of those games yesterday that you thought that the Chiefs would be able to flex their muscles. And, you know, you had an inferior team on the uh, across the field from you. You don't want to give teams like that an opportunity to start feeling good about themselves. Underwent a right. head coaching change. You know, maybe had a little bit of uh, extra spring in their step. But the uh, Chiefs took it to them and really never gave them a chance. That tells me that uh, this Chiefs team is absolutely what we thought they are. And that is a team that's for real. Yeah, I, I think there's no question of the team for real. I mean, I, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I thought this would be a closer game. Uh, the 21 to 15 at halftime just, you know, didn't make sense considering what the Chiefs did offensively in their first three drives. And had it been for something a call that I still don't understand about the grounding thing. But anyway, um, you know, who knows? They may have scored a field goal at least there too. But you know, they did. They flexed their muscles. They did what they had to do. The defense played better. Made some adjustments in the second half and. uh you know, Patrick Mahomes continues to be, you know, something that, uh, you know, we just haven't seen around these parts for a really, really long time. And, you know, they, this is the kind of game the Chiefs would lose 
uh, year in and year out, even last year under Alex Smith. They lost several of these in the years before that. But Mahomes is just not having any part of it. You know, I, I think he honestly believes, and this is my pure speculation, that they have to win out to get home field advantage because I don't think the Patriots are going to lose again. Uh, they got one tough game left at Pittsburgh, and that's it. And the Chargers are nipping at their heels, and they've only got two tough games left on their schedule. So at the end of the day, I just think it's a badge of honor at this point. I, I think Mahomes can do everything he can to will his team to, to just win and out. It's been such a fun run, yet lurking there still is the Patriots. How important is home field in your mind? And We saw them two years ago go there, but there is something about right. Foxborough in January that does feel different. What's the importance to you? Well, I think it's highly important for the Chiefs, but I, I will put an I'll put an asterisk by it. The Chiefs don't fear the Patriots in New England. I mean, they 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 won a year ago. They almost won this past year with a completely inferior defense, uh, and it was a three point game. Had the Chiefs not scored quickly, who knows? But I think at the end of the day, I think it's critical for the Chiefs. I think it's uh it's uh it's good for the fan base to have home field advantage, um, and to have that two weeks off, but. Just so they don't have to answer that question, oh, what are you going to do if you go to New England? The Patriots would have to play on the road and playing in Kansas City, where uh, you know Brady has not performed well. Let's be honest; I think he's lost two of his last three there. Um, I think Kansas City would have a much better chance to get to the Super Bowl if that's the AFC Championship game. But there's no question in my mind that these are going to be the one and one to one and two seed, unless something just catastrophic happens with a significant injury. Um, but yeah, it's crit- I think it's critical for the Chiefs. I think it's critical to play at home, um, and I think that'll just give them that extra confidence. Uh, Nick Athen, ChiefsBlitz.com, is our guest. Uh, Nick, um, <clears> at <throat> this point of the season, with the with the Chiefs now past the five hundred point, is Patrick Mahomes in the conversation for the MVP of the entire league? I mean, does it him or Drew I, Brees at this point? See, that's, I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. I, I think one of those two. I think Drew Brees. Because of what he's doing at this age, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, this guy has just been remarkable this season. They have a ton of offensive talent. Um, you know, their offensive line I don't think is as good as uh, some other teams, but he's playing well. And Mahomes is just doing something nobody expected, other than Patrick Mahomes. And maybe if you'd asked him off the record, Andy Reid, uh, because he's he was enamored with his kid the first time they met, you know, before the draft. So um, I think right now it, it is Mahomes is the MVP. Just the records that he's shattering, you know, he's on pace to break Lenny Dawson's record, you know, this weekend against Arizona. Uh, I think if he has, what, one more 300-yard passing game, um, you know, he'll tie Drew Brees. If he has two more, he'll have the record. I mean, think about it. He's a second-year player with one professional start before this, before this yeah. season. And look what he's doing. And you know what's remarkable about Mahomes is he's kind of like Brees. In some, I mean, he, he distributes the ball. You know, he takes on the responsibility. You know, he's, he knows he's the offense. As he goes, everything else goes. Mm-hmm. And he just has the right attitude. But uh, right now, if you had to do a vote, I think with every NFL writer, they'd certainly give the edge some home. Do you believe there's going to be a question going forward? Kareem Hunt, uh, they haven't <laughs> overused mm-hmm. him. Boy's good. Yep. But it's it's <laughs> yeah. a running back in today's NFL, and it is a long, long season where – you start to sneak Spencer Ware in there a little bit more. Sounds like you own yep. him in fantasy training. Well, I, I, I do in one of my leagues. It's been great. But seriously, for, for they need him in January. Yeah. If, if they're going to beat a team like the Patriots, they need a, a healthy Kareem Hunt. Could you see that maybe becoming a storyline here in the back half of the year? 
Yeah, I think that's already taken place. You've seen Spencer Ware come in, and, you know, he's finally got his sea legs under him after the surgery over a year ago. And, you know, thank God. I mean, they had multiple offers to trade him at the deadline, and the Chiefs wanted no part of it. Um, but I think I'm with you with Hunt. I mean, they are not overusing him. I mean, you look what they did to Larry Johnson. I mean, they yeah. just destroyed him. Jamal Charles, pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. What they have at Hunt, because he's so valuable in the screen game and in the running game, is, hey, you know what? We don't even have to give you a workload until the fourth quarter when we're trying to salt the game away. So that just gives them a huge benefit. And still, offensively, you know, he's probably their biggest key. And he's not talked about as much, you know, outside of Kansas City. I mean, this kid has, I mean, listen, the kid has every talent in the world. He's healthy. Um, they're not overusing him. He's fumbled one time in his pro career, and that was the very first snap. He hasn't done it mm-hmm. since. He, he, and he has a drive and a passion. And I, and I go back, and I've said this on the show before, I hate to repeat myself, but he and Patrick Mahomes, when they got drafted in the rookie minicamp, they stayed in Kansas City that whole offseason, working the playbook, talking the playbook, and just kind of understanding it together. And that's paid huge dividends. And I, I think he is their key. I think he is the single piece. That they cannot. I mean, they can't afford to lose Mahomes, but he is the guy that I think really drives that offensive bus because he's either the first option or the fifth option, and that is tough for opposing defenses. Mm. Uh, Nick, uh, take the Patriots out of this uh, out of this uh, equation. Who scares you other than them? Would the Chargers be that team? Are the Steelers start because the Steelers and the Chiefs have played some, you know, some games right. in the past that have been meaningful playoff football games, and they haven't gone. Kansas City's way most of the time. Um, who's, who scares you other than the Patriots in the AFC? Is it the Chargers, maybe? Yeah, Chargers scare the you-know-what out of me. I, I think they are they are outside of special teams. They're the most Oh, their kickers are team. atrocious. My God. Yeah. I, I mean, they're going to have to address the kicker situation. I'm sure they're going to bring in about 10 this week. But, I mean, they scare me. And I've, I've had this debate. They've got two tough games left. At Pittsburgh and at San Diego, I think in week and in week 12 or week 13 and 14 or 12 and 14, something like that. You know, the Thursday night game in Kansas City, short week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be good for the Chiefs. Uh, but, you know, they they win both those games. The Chargers may win the division. They scare me to death. Philip Rivers, even though he's not putting up those three, 400-yard games, he doesn't have to. they got a running back now. Their defense is good. They don't even have Joey Bosa back on the field yet. Right. Uh, they scare me. Pittsburgh. You know, I, I, if they can stay healthy defensively, they are getting better defensively. But let's be honest, they really haven't faced you know, some really good offensive talent. I mean, the Ravens have just tanked. Mm-hmm. Um, their head coach is probably going to be the first to get fired, if not for Vance Joseph in Denver. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, the Chargers scare me more than the Steelers, only because you got to figure at some point the Chargers are going to break that streak against the Chiefs. And I just don't want to see that in the postseason. So I'm hoping by the time the Chiefs get to that Seattle Sunday night game, they've got the division wrapped up. They'll have two weeks. Uh, and another two weeks, they'll have a month to get everybody healthy and ready to go and just start game planning for the postseason. Um, that's, that's what I hope. But San Diego scares me more than Pittsburgh does. Give me a, a temperature of the fan base, Nick. I know you get a lot of responses on mm-hmm. the website and, of course, on your Twitter account. I'm sure right. there's a portion of the fan base that's, all right, we've seen great starts before. We've seen this this team get off to hot starts and then fall apart. Is it still a large section that says, let's wait till January before we're patting each other on the back? Is that number dissipating? Where's the fan base as a whole as you see it? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely, it's a good question. It's definitely dissipated because the Chiefs are winning the kind of games 
you know, they're winning some ugly games, even though, you know, you look at the scoreboard and you look at all the statistics, you know, they're, they're, you know the Denver game is a perfect example. I mean, you know, honestly, better quarterbacks, better, better, you know, less mistakes. The Broncos, you know, have a better chance to win that game. Against the Browns, I mean, it's 21-15 to 15 at halftime with a team that just had a coaching change and has upheaval in the organization from top to bottom. Yet, you know, the Chiefs found a way to win both games, where in the past they didn't. So I, I don't really get that. I don't get that sense that, that, that the fans look at this as, oh, we've been here, done that before. I think Patrick Mahomes has just proven that it doesn't matter whether you get him against the worst or the best or somewhere in between. You know, he's going to be consistent. And I think everybody believes that this offense uh, can carry the defense. So I'm not saying that I completely agree with that. Um, when you put up 30, 35 points a game into the 40s, chances are you're going to win 90, 95% of your games um, unless you're paying a team like the Patriots who are only getting better offensively. So I think, uh, I think that's still a concern, but I don't think the fan base thinks, you know, this is what's going to happen, what happened last year or what happened with the 13-3 and teams and everything else. I think they think that they have the confidence that Patrick Mahomes is the difference, and clearly we've seen that so far to date, that you know, he doesn't care who he's playing, what the challenge is, home, on the road, daunting schedule. I mean, again, I, I think when you look back in the first six weeks and they were, what, 5-1? and one? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, guys, I don't know how many teams in the NFL would be 5-1, and one, including the Chiefs, because I certainly didn't predict that. So I, I think people are a lot more optimistic about December, January, and maybe February football than they were at any time in the last... I can certainly uh, see that. Last, maybe Hank Stram era, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Nick, great stuff. Uh, seems like a bit of a layup this week. Sammy Watkins, I guess, was he the only injury question mark that came out of the football game yesterday? Yeah, he's got a foot issue, kind of like a like an arch sprain. Uh, the Chiefs aren't too concerned about it. I personally, you know, I think they've got a good chance to win this game. I, I think, you know, don't bring Houston back, don't bring Barry, don't bring Sorensen back. I don't think you need him. Right. Um, I would. I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play Watkins or Hill all that much. Let some young guys play. You know, and, and just put up a big lead and, and see what happens. But, um, you know, I, I think I think Watkins is going to be fine. He went back in the game, gave it a go just to test the foot. Um, so I, I would imagine they're going to rest him probably till Thursday. But he'll definitely be on the injury report. But, uh, you know, I, I think he'll be good to do. It's nothing lingering or anything that I'm too concerned about. Well, here's, here's what my biggest takeaway from the entire weekend, Nick. We'll let you go on this because I thought, you know, we may see um, the, the Chiefs represent the AFC, the Rams represent the NFC, but, man, Chiefs fans, I just don't know how you're going to score on that Rams defense. Well, the Rams defense got exposed yesterday Terrible. by Drew Brees and company. I think that uh, I said at the beginning of the year, Nick, um, could be your year, my friend. It could be the well, Kansas City Chiefs year. You know, everything's pointing that way in the Rams. There's no way you can put all those egos. And then they add Fowler, and he's a good player. He's not a great player. But you've got all those egos. And Marcus Peters has been an absolute joke. Awful. He's probably yeah. terrible. And so... Red Feats knew what he was doing. Now everybody's going, well, they got a second-round pick for him. That's pretty good. I mean, he has given up seven or eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. There's no way you can get all those egos in the same locker room and to be productive, to buy all in. You can see they're all trying to make individual plays instead of working together. That defense is not very good. It's not going to get any better uh, because I don't think they have the right defensive coach for that, and they've got the kind of players that just don't sacrifice and have proven over their careers at other places, that they're individual guys and not team guys. And I, I don't think there's any – I think the Chiefs can fix some of their defense. 
I don't think the Rams can. Well, they'd be better with Tlaib when he gets back, but he's one of those individual yeah. guys too. But yeah. he's a pretty, he's a damn good player. You Nick, know, he is good. Yep, great stuff, yep. Nick. We'll talk to you a week from today. Thank you, Nick Athen. All right, guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, Cheers. good to talk to you. Chiefs Blitz is where you can read Nick. Chiefs Blitz, follow him on Twitter at Chiefs Insider. Probably got to throw Gurley in that MVP conversation, yeah. right? Um, Breeze, Mahomes, Gurley. Ew, am I missing anybody? I got something on the Rams I want to throw by. I heard this uh, on my way in this morning. I thought it was intriguing. Ranking and importance. Goff, Gurley, McVay. Uh, I'll give well, you a moment you, to think. Well, let me go back to let me let me go back seventeen years. Uh huh. Warner, Vermeil, Falk. Right. I always thought that Marshall Falk was the guy, mm-hmm. and it was not really well received because I do a show <laughs> here in Iowa. Yeah, you're right, right. <laughs> Understand that. Right? Understand that. Uh, good question, though. But you know what? I think it's applicable um, to to both teams. The greatest show on turf. To what we're seeing with this Rams team now, yes. if you throw those guys in. We'll take a timeout. I guess Martz was the guy, though. It wasn't Vermeil. It was Mike Martz that was yep. uh, calling those plays, as you think back. Uh, but a good one. We'll take a timeout. We'll uh, come back. We're here until 1. We're very busy in the uh, noon hour. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune, will recap Iowa State in Kansas. He is listening in or has listened in to Matt Campbell's teleconference, Big 12 teleconference this morning, so we'll get the latest on that if anything came out of it. And then Scott Dockerman from The Athletic is going to take us back to West Lafayette on Saturday. We will also take a look ahead to the Northwestern. How much Northwestern Notre Dame did you watch? Quite a bit. Did you? Yeah. yeah. It was 17-17, wasn't it? It was a tied game, and then at the half, wasn't it tied at the half? I'm pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was. I I flipped back, saw the black punt when they got it back within a touchdown. Uh Uh-huh. Then was on it, and Notre Dame answered. That yep. was a great drive, and of course the book keeper uh-huh. on a short. But it just it feels inevitable. It, that was a great game. Notre Dame's a really good college team. Mm-hmm. They lose forty five ten to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Michigan's a really good college team. They lose thirty eight thirteen. I want to see Michigan Alabama. I do too. I think that's the one team equipped yeah. to at least have a chance. I, I'm with you. I, you know who do you want? Short of who do you want to see in the first round? Give me your first round. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to see play Alabama? One versus four. Who's the four? Notre Dame. I agree. Get them out of here. Yep. And and it'll be fun. And the lead up will be fun. And and Clemson. And, uh, Clemson. Michigan seems to me like it's a, that's a. I don't know. Could go either way. Kind right? of game. Right. I have another scenario I'm going to throw your way. We'll Let's take, take a break. break and we'll come back and we'll do just that. Trent and I are here until one busy noon hour coming up. It's the Ken Miller Show. All of our guests are on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, 2822 East 29th in Des Moines, 410 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Back with more on 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff 
staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 Two two three hugs. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Increase the value of your home during Menard's Home Improvement Sale. Riverstone Quartz is designed to stand the test of time. The highly impact-resistant material offers the durability you desire, and your countertop will look as beautiful as the day they were purchased. Right now, save $5 a square foot on all Riverstone Quartz during Menard's Home Improvement Sale, going on now through November 10th. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. Save big money at Menards. You have to be up in five hours. Two hours. Six minutes, and you haven't slept a wink. ZQuil Pure Z's is a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally and wake with no next-day grogginess. So tonight, try new ZQuil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vicks ZQuil. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combat hunger. Join the fight today. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, 
a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon and myself until 1. Jimmy B and TC 1 to 2. And then the drive with uh, Wolfgang and Trent from 4 until 6. Real quick before I know you want to get into something. Yes. Um... Yeah, yeah, let me do this first. Okay. Um, Valley Dowling? All Dowling. All Dowling. Kind of like I... Kind of thought like you thought it would be? Yep. I think I said 27-7. It was mm-hmm. 31-9. to mm-hmm. Dominating effort. Mm-hmm. Tom Wilson to the playoffs. Yeah, right. Check. Texas, Tom Wilson to the playoffs. Southeast Polk. Help me out with this. I can't. I can't. I didn't think it would happen against Centennial. I certainly didn't think it would happen against that Johnston defense, and they're finding ways. But I, I think maybe even the more impressive thing is how well they're playing defensively against Centennial, shutting them down. Now against Johnston, shutting them down. That defense really has taken a big step. I, I think they're putting up enough points. Gavin Williams doing his thing in the running game. But that defense has really turned it on here in the back half of the season. We're down to four. You'll mm-hmm. be there on Friday. Yep. In fact, you're going to be over that part of the state Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh... An interesting week. Yeah, for, for both of us, because, you know, I'm useless. So I can talk into this thing. I can't right. push any of those buttons. Right, right. Um, You'll be fine. No, I know. I, I, I will be. <laughs> uh, but um, you're doing volleyball on Wednesday and Thursday. Yes. And then Friday you're doing both semifinals? Going to do both games. 4 o'clock will be the Dowling game as they match up against Bettendorf. And 7 o'clock, the upstart mm-hmm. Rams from Southeast Polk against the lone remaining undefeated in 4A Cedar Falls, who took it to Waukee on Friday night. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that one. Yeah, I think I recall you saying that you thought Waukee had a, more than a chance yeah. to win that game. And they just got run off the field. So what are we looking... What, what's give, give me the final. Dowling Cedar Falls. Dowling Cedar And that would be a good final? I, I would definitely good. look forward to that. Cedar Falls got a lot of skilled talent. Want to get a closer look at their line, and that's really, always the thing with Dowling. you got to be able to match up up front mm-hmm. because they're so big and so good up there, both offensively and defensively. You have to have a, guy, a line, so... We'll see it. Maybe the Rams just keep it going. We'll get an all-Central Iowa championship. Mm, be nice. All right. Uh, get, go, to the, uh, go to your tees. What did you want to run by me? All right. College football playoff. Mm-hmm. You get four teams in. Last I checked, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> now, play this. Okay. Notre Dame wins out. Mm-hmm. Clemson wins out. Mm-hmm. Michigan wins out. Mm. And Georgia beats undefeated Alabama in the SEC championship game. Mm. Who, Ken Miller, is left out? That's five teams for four spots. Well, Clemson's in. Undefeated Clemson. Undefeated Clemson is in. Even in a terrible ACC? Yeah. Yeah, they're just dominating. Okay. Um, Alabama's in. Alabama's in at 11 and... Alabama's in. You know what it comes down to? They'd be 12 and 1. Yeah. You know what it comes down to, in my opinion? 
Michigan, Michigan and Notre Dame. Undefeated Notre Dame. Undefeated Notre Dame and Michigan, who lost to undefeated Notre Dame. Michigan's gets left out. <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be the it's going to be the pollsters that they want Saban's crew or Harbaugh's, Harbaugh's crew. You want a Big Ten, the Big Ten champ, or the runner-up in the SEC the team that's won all those national championships? Does Georgia get left out? After beating yeah, they, Alabama, you the SEC championship. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. Oh my God, Trent, that's a nightmare scenario. That is the worst this, case scenario for the committee. This is the worst. Now, it's not going to lead to change. I know a lot of no. people will say that's going to lead to change. The only change we're going to get is when the contracts are up. Mm-hmm. If indeed that's when, if it happens at all. Oh boy, oh boy. If I'm on the committee, now I have a bias because I like watching Alabama kick you know what and take names. But they just lost. I know. Not a conference champion. Neither and is Notre I like Dame. Michigan. No, no, you're right. Notre Dame's only got 12 point data points. That's the scenario. If you're that's looking for the nightmare. If you're looking for chaos, uh-huh. that's the scenario set up. Do you no, think Alabama's I mean they're still gonna be they're so dominant. Now if if Tua gets hurt and they lose like we saw when he 30 to three, up in the end zone. Okay, that's different. Yeah. If Tua's hurt. And can't play, if that's it, if he's if he's lost for the year in the SEC mm-hmm. championship and they go down, psh, different conversation. Different yep. conversation. Yes. No, I mean, in fact, it's not even conversation. But they lose Michigan 27-24. Great game comes yeah, down and yeah. they just lost. Yeah. You still got to put them in. I think you do, Trent. They're one of the four best. I think you do. I think Michigan's the team on the outside looking in. In that scenario. Boy, that would upset some people. The Big Ten is a; they carry a pretty big stick. Yeah, they do, and a conference champion from the Big Ten left out again. Is playing his best football when you're supposed to be playing your best football, but, and they are. But a Big Ten championship win against Northwestern, that's more than likely what it's going to be. And they should dominate that football game. That's not going to carry a whole lot of weight. Indeed, we will come back. Dylan Montz leads things off. Scott Dockerman is here. Trent and I till one. Ken Miller show seventeen hundred. The champ. Seventeen hundred, the champ with the drive every weekday afternoon. Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for the drive home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Get ready for a revolution, Mister Executive. We bring out your best. The look that's really you. And Mister Executive, you won't believe what we can do. The perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. 
You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. GCC Kickboxing presents a fight card for the ages. Friday, November 9th at the Valair Ballroom. Featuring the 2018 Pan American Gold winner, Romeo Orozco. Romeo will face off against Iowa's 2018 Golden Gloves boxing champ, Kurt Bacho. Also, 11-year-old phenom from Boone, Iowa, Tanner Weitzel will be headlining the junior class main event. It's GCC Kickboxing Main Event. Tickets and details online at eventbrite.com under GCC Kickboxing. That's GCC Kickboxing on eventbrite.com. GCC Kickboxing Main Event is your winning Wednesday. Wednesday. Starting this Wednesday at 9 a.m., go to this station's website and get two tickets to this event for the price of one. That's a $50 value for only $25. Starting this Wednesday at 9 a.m. at 1700thechamp.com. Now that's winning. 1700. 